Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Here's the 3-2. Called third strike. Ball game. Final score. Cubs shut out the Pirates. Chicago 8. Pittsburgh nothing. Yeah, that happened. Hey, but so did this. Grounded and a fair ball past third. Kicks off the short fence. Henry Davis into second base. He leads off his major league career with a rip double to left field and a standing ovation for Henry Davis. First major league hit for Henry Davis, batting seventh and starting in right field. Drafted as a catcher, clearly not major league ready yet, at least that's what the Pirates tell us, to play the catcher position, but he can hit. And he got his first hit in major league baseball yesterday in the 8 to nothing loss to the Chicago Cubs. Good morning. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is the Fan Early Morning Show. This is the Wake Up Show. The Wake Up Show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply online at 84lumber.com. Time is 5.06 in the morning. That's brought to you by Precision Pointing. Have you checked your bricks? Call Precision Pointing at four. Uh, excuse me, 724-WE-POINT. That's Precision Pointing at 724-WE-POINT. The number here with the fan is 412-928-9370. If you want to give me a call, you want to talk about the Pirates, you want to talk about anything sports, this is the foundation for your morning, your sports morning. At least get your sports fixed this early in the morning. I'm setting the foundation for the day, and I'd love to hear from you some immediate reaction from the next day to the Pirates' 8 to nothing loss to the Chicago Cubs. And don't look now. Cubs are a half game back of the Pirates for third place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh-oh. The Reds and the Cubs are the only two teams right now in the National League Central that have won more games than they've lost in their last 10. The Reds are 9 and 1 in their last 10 games. 38 and 35 the the uh the Cincinnati Reds now leading the division. The Chicago Cubs have won 8 of their last 10. They're 34 and 38 now a half game back of the Pirates for third place in the division. And I I really wanted to emphasize before, and I think I got my point across, but I'm just going to 
say it over and over and over again, how, how important these division games have been for the Pirates. For all of you that, I mean, that, that Oakland series is way past now, but for all of you that were upset at that Oakland series, I wonder how you're feeling now about back-to-back sweeps to the Cubs and Brewers and already one game lost in this three-game series against the Cubs at home. But before I continue this monologue, we got a caller. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Good morning, this is Bob. Hi, what do you want to talk about? Uh, of course, the Pirates. And, uh, you know, just get, just hear me out, please. I uh, I worked for them for years. I played college ball. I love baseball. I can't get enough of it. And if you can chase somebody like me away from this organization, I don't know what the average fan is thinking. This gentleman, who we call the owner, um, keeps $35, $40 million a year of revenue sharing every year. Every year, April, May, everybody's excited. We're in first place. We're doing this. We're doing that. You get exposed after 162 games. And literally, this guy did it with Garrett Cole. He's he's doing it with uh, the gentleman making his debut. They should these types of guys. When you like for the catcher position, he should have been brought up north. If he wants to put him in right field for his bat, if he wants to catch, you have two guys that don't hit a combined 250 playing catcher. And they tell you how great he is that this, this Hedges guy is a defensive catcher and, and with a great staff. What's their team in ERA? Six? Okay, so stop well, with the rhetoric. Well, and it's when you play – no, no, please just hear me out. No, 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 no. We're not – I ain't doing that. No, no, no. We're going to have a conversation. Uh, you're not going to call me and talk over me. We're going to have a conversation. That was a little bit of a rant, okay, and I'm not I'm not doing that this morning. We we can talk, we can have a conversation because there are several points brought up there, and I don't know exactly what to address uh, first and foremost, and I want to address every point as necessary. If we're if we're talking about Bob Nutting not spending money, you know, I, I can understand that to an extent from before in recent years. He's spent enough money now that this team should be succeeding, so the players on the field just aren't doing as well as they can or as well as they should be doing. And there are also a lot of young players on the team. I'm not fully defending him, but I'm just saying, like, if we're talking about spending money, Bob Nutting's doing his job as an owner, giving the $100 million contract to Brian Reynolds that he did. Okay, that's something that the Pirates haven't done before, and now they're getting on the trend. Okay, sign Brian Reynolds. Sign Carlos Santana to $7.5 million. Resign Andrew McCutcheon. So this isn't just this isn't just a money thing anymore. This is players not performing. And you want to talk about Austin Hedges being in the lineup, Jason DeLay also being on the roster. Like I can kind of understand that. I get that they're not performing well, but if Henry Davis can hit and he comes and he catches and he gives up two or three pass balls in a game and a bunch of wild pitches get thrown around. Well, then what? I mean, are, are we going to just are, – are we going to accept that and say, oh, yeah, he's a young guy? No, you're going to be frustrated. You're going to continue to say – a bunch of people are going to continue to say Pirates fans. Oh, yeah, nope, the catching position is just rotten luck with the Pirates. So I don't want to – I don't want to hear that either, necessarily. If, if they don't think he's ready to catch – then I, 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 we have to trust that he's not ready to catch. Because if he performs poorly as a defensive catcher or on the defensive side as a catcher, we're going to say that because, you know, a run, sometimes in games a run saved is a run earned. So if he's giving up runs or he's letting runners advance on pass balls, of course we're going to be frustrated with that as Pirate fans. 
So there's there's so many factors to consider when we're talking about not letting Henry Davis catch right away. I'd love to see him catch. I'd love to to sit here and say that he's ready to catch, but the only thing that we can trust right now is that the organization is giving the best information and saying that he's not defensively ready to play catcher yet. In that regard, I would say don't call him up at all. But they did. And right now we're living in that reality. He's here. I've got a whole spiel about why he probably shouldn't be here right now or why it might be too late to have him up here. We'll talk about all that in due time, but I'm not going to sit here and, and let anybody call in just to say, you know, oh, Nutting's retaining all this money and, and you know, yeah, Henry Davis needs to be catching right away because he's just automatically going to save the day as a catcher. I mean, there's so much that goes into catching, and I know that because if we're talking about credentials too, I played catcher in college. I understand what it goes into, and I understand how difficult it is. It's it's other than pitcher, it's the toughest position to play. The pitcher and the catcher positions, two toughest positions to play in Major League Baseball, because you're constantly holding the ball and you control the pace and the movement of the game. So we're not calling in this morning necessarily yelling at Bob Nutting. I was taking those calls earlier in the season when I did this show. I'm not going to take them now. Bob Nutting is not the heart of the problem right now. So we'll move on from that subject. If you want to call in and talk about more about the last few series about what players are doing. If you have a, uh, if you have an opinion about Henry Davis, that isn't just, Oh yeah, you should be catching right away. Or maybe more of a point of, you could tell me why you think he should be catching now. Other than that, the two other guys are struggling. You can call. We'll talk about that in due time. Okay. Derek Shelton said something that caught my attention, uh, from the postgame press conference at the beginning yesterday. So I'm going to let you hear the first like minute. Maybe less of this, and um, I'm going to talk about it after that. Chelsea, I know we had to navigate some not great conditions in the second inning, but how do you think we noted? I thought he threw the ball well. I mean, it was unfortunate he had to stand out there and, you know, a little bit of a driving rainstorm for 15 minutes, and that's the only time he gave up runs, but I thought he threw the ball really effectively. Any consideration with the umpires about just moving the guys off the field for that brief moment? Or yeah, I don't know. They from what uh, from the information I got, they because they thought it was going to pass through. They didn't want to put the tarp on, but it's a situation where, you, like to your point, they can pull them off for you know ten minutes and tarp the mound and tarp the plate, and then we go back out. But uh, I haven't heard anything about that. All right, so Derek Shelton talking about that the uh, that he doesn't have control, and I like that when a manager says that. When a manager, I, I don't like when managers complain too much. Sometimes managers go out there and say, oh, yeah, the conditions were, were bad and yada, yada, this and that. I like when a manager can understand what he can control in a sense, can underst- uh, understands what he can control and what his team can control. And I think that it's good that he didn't try to be, you know, complain too much. It, it, He's saying, okay, we couldn't control the conditions, and I think Beto, with what he could control, did a fine job. I like hearing that from a manager. Stay within what you can control and keep the team prepared, no matter what circumstance it is. I know he struggled, but Shelton's acknowledging, hey, we couldn't control that. When you stay within what you can control, sometimes you can start to win more because you're not worried about the circumstances around you. You can – Learn to succeed in almost any circumstance. Earl from Cannonsburg, you're on 93.7 The Fan. What's on your mind? 
Yes, back in the early 70s, we had a 300-plus batting catcher, Tony Pena. All right. He's rolling rolling along pretty good, and he went in on a very steep slump. And they couldn't figure out. They tried everything with him. Here they found out he had contact lenses, and he didn't know he had to clean them. They fixed that up, and he went back to hitting over 300. 95 to 100-plus balls wasn't coming in that much in those years. And now with these high-speed pitchers, I bet you any but one one or two of these guys in the lineup need corrected. Eye correction. Right. You need to check them out. Sure. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. All right. Check the eyes. Yeah. Check on some stuff. Maybe adjustments need to be made. Sure. I hear that. We got another caller. Ted from Mount Washington. You're on 93.7 The Fan. Well, the ship is starting to take on water. Yep. So... <laughs> We're going to see how good these guys are. Uh, with Davis, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm really surprised about the power organization. It, they kind of broke protocol. If you're going to bring up your first-round pick, and it's nice to see you guys hit and everything else, you have to let them play catching. There's just no excuse for that. Uh, no matter how well you bats, how well he looks, he's a catcher. And, um, he's, you know, he, he can't be as, as, as bad as the catchers you have now. And it's a little bit concerning because um, if Davis is not really fully developed, he might be doing more harm than good. Um, yeah, I hear that. Because, yeah, I mean, he, he might be. I, I mean, I hope I'm wrong. But, you know, I mean, they did the same thing with uh, Alvarez when they brung him up way too soon. You know, he was a defensive liability. Pedro Alvarez, you mean? Yeah, Pedro Alvarez. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of concerning. I, I don't I don't know where this general manager really stands as far as development. Um, he, he you know when he came from Boston and and Toronto, he was known for developing, but um, his it, it, his only flaws were two things: catcher and also pitching. Um, he did the same thing in Boston. He had problem getting pitching. And now you're going to have a problem with your catcher. So it's not good for the Pirates uh, if you can't develop those two division, uh, two uh, positions. Yeah, I hear you. Hey, thanks for the call, Ted. I appreciate it. No, I hear that. I mean, those are that's a logical take. You want him to catch. And, yeah, I hear that argument. Maybe he should catch if he's your number one overall pick from a couple years ago and he's a catcher. Try him. I just know there are several fans that would be upset, would be extremely upset if, Henry Davis got in there and he gave up like th- three or four passed balls in two days and a bunch of wild pitches got past him. I just know that there were people, there would be people that would be upset. And then it's a lose-lose all the way around. But I mean, if there are those calm and reasonable fans out there who just want him to try and no matter how much he fails, just let him try, I hear that. We got another caller. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Yeah, Carlos, hey, this is Jack from Verona, buddy. I just want to weigh in on the Pirates. Is Please do, go ahead. A- they're having the same problems the Steelers are having. There's no leadership, okay? They brought Andrew McCutcheon in here as a leader, okay? These young guys, when you get, as the season progresses along, they start losing interest, okay? It's up to him and your leaders to keep them interested, to keep them, you know, uh, playing real well. It's just like this is what's going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers, too. You're going to see this for a couple more years until they get rid of Tomlin. There's no leadership. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Uh, look, leaders can only do so much on a team. 
And I could kind of agree to an extent the Steelers have not had leadership. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. I mean, they're also on an extreme rebuild right now where leaders are emerging and they've got a whole new look to the team. The Pirates have a similar look to before, but we're starting to see changes in the Pirates extremely. So, yeah, I mean, leadership's hard to define, and especially in Major League Baseball. Like, the NFL, you play once every week, you have a bye week in there, and and the it's not day-to-day. Major League Baseball, it's 162 games. It's grueling. Maybe there's a lack of leadership. I can understand that because the players just seem like when they're really high, they're high, it's great, but then when adversity comes along, they seem to get really low. So I'll buy that to an extent. I don't know, though, how much one or two people can do. Maybe you put that on the manager. That's fair. Maybe you put that on guys like McCutcheon, Rich Hill, Carlos Santana, those guys. But I feel like there's enough veteran presence on this team that uh, they should have leaders. They should have people, uh, players who can be those people. But also, how much can one, two, three people do? Maybe a lot. Maybe not so much. I just don't know. That's Leadership is a hard quality to define when, when you're talking about sports because you know you need leaders, but how do you define leadership? All right. Well, uh, you can still call 412-928-9370. That's the phone number. You can also tweet me at callus underscore 33 is my Twitter handle. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33. If you want to tweet at me instead of calling, you're welcome to do that. I want to play Henry Davis talking yesterday for you because he said some um, not-so-interesting things that are uh, actually interesting, and I'll explain what I mean when I come back from this break. This is the Fan Early Morning Show. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis, and this is Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Nicholas Harry Callis with you here. It's the Fan Early Morning Show. And let's give you some fan weather real quick. Fan weather is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Summer is here. Come check out Trailblazer, Equinox, and the all-new redesigned 2024 tracks. You can also check them out online at sunchevy.com. Today, high of 79, low of 66. Right now, there's a drizzle uh, throughout many areas in Pittsburgh. That should last till around 7 a.m. Um, then later on today, around noon and until 3 o'clock, you can expect about a 30% chance of thunderstorms. So a lot of rain today. Tomorrow, high of 79, low of 61. Overcast skies expected. It's going to be rainy this week, and it looks like there's going to be multiple thunderstorms throughout the area all throughout this week and then to start next week. So, eh, don't love that. Uh, for the Pirate game tonight, it looks like it's going to be mostly overcast. doesn't look like there's going to be too many rain showers throughout the area that should stop them from playing the game today. So, uh, yeah, let's hope not. Let's hope that game gets in tonight. Pirates playing the Cubs game two of the three-game series is tonight, and uh, the Cubs are a half game back of the Pirates now for third place in the National League Central. So, uh, yikes, that's scary. Tonight's game at 7.05. If you want to listen to that game, you can right here on 93.7. The fan will have coverage of the Pirates Radio Network 
Pirates, three-game series against the Cubs. Then they go on to play a three-game series against the Marlins before going on the road. But uh, this Cup series is all too important right now because the Pirates are at risk of falling to fourth in the NL Central. It felt really good when the Pirates uh, were going to finish ahead of the Cardinals for the first time since I believe it was 1999 in the NL Central, but it wouldn't feel as sweet if the Pirates were just uh, – uh, or the Pirates are in fourth place and the Cardinals are in fifth place, and that's how the, the season went out. We were hoping the Pirates would be closer to the top of the division, but the Cubs are coming back. They've won eight of their last ten. The Reds, nine of their last ten. They also swept the Houston Astros in Houston. What a feat for them. They're 38-35 and 35 right now. The Brewers, 37-35, and 35, a half game back of the division lead right now. Those are the only two teams left in the NL Central right now, over 500. The Pirates, 34-37 and 37 in third place, three games out. And the Pirates have yet to beat the Cubs this season. Four straight losses against that Cubs team. They got swept in Chicago just last week, and now they're coming to PNC Park, and they already lost the first of three games they're playing here at home in Pittsburgh. Henry Davis got his first major league hit yesterday, and he also talked to the public after the game. I want you to hear some of these comments because Henry Davis is not an interesting man, but I think that some of what he tries to do or or embodies as a player, at least with his mentality, is interesting. So just listen to this. It's a couple minutes. Before you start to finish. It was exciting. You know, having, having my family's here, just, just wish we won the game. Yeah, of course, but uh, how, how emotional was it for you and just to have everybody here to be a part of a special night for you? It was great. I'm I'm glad they I'm glad they were here. Um, can't just wish we won. Yeah, of course. But I think anybody wishes that. But can you just take us through that first step bat and here we're to drive one down the left field line for a double? And what was your reaction after you made contact? Um, I was just thinking about having a good at bat. You know, leading off the inning, try and get something going. Lift a weight off your shoulders in any way to get it right then and there in your first plate appearance. I honestly wasn't really thinking about it. I was just thinking about have a good AB get on. Mind you to do the sword? No, I've been watching plenty of games. That's all. You think you had one there in, late in, the, in the eighth inning, I guess? No, I should have pulled it. Yeah. Any plans for what you're going to do with the baseball? I don't have it yet. Really? What was right field like for you, and what's it like seeing a third deck for the first time? I didn't really notice it. I mean, dimensions of the field are super similar, so you know, just try to catch the ball back at bases. You didn't notice uh, the third deck at all out there? People say, like, third deck syndrome when a guy makes his debut. You didn't observe any of that at all? I just kind of, I mean, focused on communicating with my coaches, teammates, and, you know, finding a way to try and help the team win. I don't know what you kind of envisioned your major league debut looking like, but did you imagine standing in, you know, in the middle of a downpour? <laughs> in that kind of vision? No, I did not. You kind of wrap up with the last 24 hours have been like for you, just what a whirlwind it's been. Yeah, I mean, just uh, honestly great to share the news with my family. You know, looking forward to this for a long time. How about we talked to you? You go up and you take three pitches to start your big league career. How hard was that? I'm sure your heart had to be racing at least a little bit there to be that patient and work such a Honestly, I felt, I felt pretty comfortable. I've worked really hard for this, and I really trust my, my approach, whether it's you know, spring training or whatever level or in the big leagues, just try and have a good at-bat, help the team win. Henry, we talked to your parents. We saw, saw your grandfather, everybody else that was there tonight to be here for you. Your fiancé was there, your brother, sister, everybody. How much have they impacted your journey to this day right now? I just wouldn't be here without them. You know, it's it, it's a full team effort. 
I mean, I'm very appreciative for what they do. I'm glad they got to be here. Henry Davis, post-game after the Pirates lost 8 to nothing, but he got his first Major League hit in Pittsburgh at PNC Park against the division rival. I don't know how much of that, or any player for that matter that does that, is an act. Where he has the mentality that, you know, oh, I just wish we would have won. I just wish we would have won. However, I respect him for being so young and not letting too many things get to him. Like, he's not paying attention to the things that don't matter. Like, the third row syndrome that I think Robbie and Spikowski brought up. That doesn't that doesn't matter. It's, it's a question to ask. Sure, it's interesting to see if he noticed certain things about PNC Park. But, like, I'm glad that he's not letting too many things about Major League Baseball get to him. And he's just saying, yeah, this is just baseball. You know, the dimensions of the field are similar. I didn't notice the third row. The crowd didn't get to me. I respect all of that about Henry Davis. And sometimes I get a little annoyed with reporters as well when they're, like, prying, trying to get something interesting out of a question session like that. But I think that Henry Davis holds himself well. And the fact that he's not all that interesting when he gives answers makes him interesting to me. He's got the right mentality. He's got the the right – he's paying attention to the right things, and he's not letting too much get to him. And if it's not just an act and he actually isn't letting too many things get to him, I think he's going to do just fine on this Pirates roster. And hopefully, hopefully, we'll see him at the catcher position here sometime soon. And I know many of you want to see that as well. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.